You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. If I'm a man living in today's hypersensitive world, I am a man living in fear. All it takes to destroy you is the slightest hint of sexual scandal. We no longer need courts. Sexual accusations are now settled in the court of public opinion. A sex scandal now rocks the prime minister's office. One of his close advisors is accused of several allegations. We don't know what happened. We don't know if he did it. No idea. Has he had his day in court? He has not been convicted, and yet most of us have likely already decided he's done something wrong. Hey, where there's smoke. So will the prime minister let due process take its course? He must. The last time two Liberal caucus members were accused of anything, they were publicly flogged and turfed. No process, no court. Careers and lives likely destroyed. In Canada, we used to live by the presumption of innocence. Sex scandals, however, are the exception. On Wednesday, I discussed a high-profile sex assault case that initially resulted in a conviction but was later overturned and then withdrawn this week. But as the accused man's lawyer so aptly stated, once charged, never entirely exonerated. And that is the reality for his client. I'm not going to use names in this piece to prevent further damaging the damaged, but the man was accused of sexually assaulting a woman back in January of 2015. At the time, the two were colleagues at university. They had a brief sexual relationship two weeks before the night in question. According to stated facts, the female texted her male friend from a bar inviting him to to join her. The text stated, drink and then we can have hot sex. They did have sex that night. He maintained it was consensual. She said it was forced. A judge believed her. The man was found guilty back in July 2016, but it was thrown out when the appellant court overwhelmingly ruled the judge's reasoning was incomprehensible. That is legal talk for baffling. No one knows what happened that night other than he and she, but a court has now ruled he is innocent. And that poses a challenge. Who are we to believe if we are told to always believe the alleged victim? While I agree every complainant should be heard, not all should be believed. The fact is, not everyone involved in a sexual incident tells the truth. I've seen it firsthand in a few sexual assault cases. Two cases come to mind, and no, not Gian Gameshi. In both cases, the complainants hadn't, in fact, been sexually assaulted at all. Instead, one involved too much alcohol and imagined detail, and in the other, it was consensual sex and then regret. A boozy night or regret with whom you sleep with are not to be confused with sexual assault. Salacious headlines will always get our attention, especially if it involves a high-profiled person. But the after-story and the actual facts are rarely, if ever, remembered. And thanks to Google, all it takes is a quick search, and the wrongly accused are destroyed over and over again. In this current sexual revolution, it's time we start focusing on that. Allegations will continue to be made. But unless the accused apologize and admit the crime, like the growing list of Hollywood abusers, we have to stop trying these cases in the highly charged court of public opinion. The damage is simply too destructive. After all, once charged, never truly exonerated. And that's my point on point. I'm Alex Pearson. 